Welcome to Critical Drinking. Woo! I'm Kevin Regan. And I'm Ryan Maley. I'm He's back! He's back. Return and, uh, of the Jedi. To welcome him back, we also have uh, in studio... Adam McGlone. We're giving him a second, third, fourth. How many chances? <laughs> what number chances is it? Third chance? What was the name of that shitty movie we watched? Cry of the Baby? <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the Lightning Strikes? I don't even remember. Kiss of Death. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Close. Oh, right. Cry of the Baby sounds better. You should have known Kiss of Death was not made for Clarice. 10 Oscars. What does it sound like? The Cry of the Babies? But uh, but Ryan is back. He was on his cross-country tour. How was it? Good. It was 3,928 miles. Mm. So as uh, Big Brian Feely CRV, said, right? Big B Feely, as he called himself, he goes, he should have driven to McMinnville and back to get it up to a nice even 4,000. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You should have made the... should have gone, like, to, I don't know, Denver and, like, left Denver 20 miles and come back. Yeah, I went to a lot of big cities. There's a lot of hot girls around the nation, a lot of flat ground, but a lot of big tits. So. <laughs> flat ground, big tits. You can say that opposite, too. Yeah. A lot of high ground, a lot of flat girls. Yeah, that's Denver. Uh, nah, it was fun. It was good stuff. Good. I got to have a lot of Miller Lite because there's no freaking Coors Light over on the East Coast. It's the stupidest thing Even I've ever seen. They're Miller Coors now, which boggles my mind. They're a joint, a joint uh, what do you call it, distributor or mm-hmm. whatever company. And uh, apparently not. Had a lot of cheeseburgers. <laughs> you go to White Castle? Did you go to any? No. Any, uh... The two places I want to go to was White Castle and Chick-fil-A. And every time, the only time we had a chance, like, to go to Chick-fil-A, it was on a Sunday. And so ah, right there, can't do it. closed on Sundays. The only place that's in, in, in existence anymore that's closed on Sundays. And White Castle, every time we passed one, it looked like Bar. someone chat on the windows. <laughs> So, uh, pfft, right good. on the windows. Good, but it feels good to be back. Yes, it's thanks, good to have Mace. I'm, <laughs> I missed. I missed you. I missed I, you. I, I missed you. I'm tonguing my beer right now, <laughs> very seductively. Adam, you can just sit back on this yeah. episode. <laughs> you can just go. Uh, so this episode, we're watching Maverick, and we're <laughs> and we're doing our top five gambling movies. Uh, I have never seen Maverick. The other two have. Yeah, and I'm going to make sure this is going to be, and he's going to make sure that we don't ruin this for you. Yes, that's right. Because I remember the last time we all hadn't seen a movie, and uh, someone ruined it <laughs> but for us all. I may need help too, so Adam's going to help me out as well. I had a few pops. Oh, let's help, help you out how? He'll just tell me to be quiet. Oh, like, I see. Maverick, don't, you know. <laughs> like, no. Right. Well, you'll have your can to your face most of the movie, so mm-hmm. you'll be all right. Face can. Um, so let's get into the poll. The poll is the same as it was last week. It's should we do an audio commentary. Hopefully everyone understands it because uh, Matt was the only one to not <laughs> understand it, apparently. Well, what was funny was um, Maddie Ice was like, oh, BD Live, Blu-ray Live mate, has like that whole feature, like create your own audio yeah. commentary. But then he told me it sucks. So <laughs> did he try it? I don't know. Uh-huh. There's no story to that. Uh-huh. Good story. Uh, but the poll results. The poll is now closed, so it is official. We are doing an closed audio commentary. Like Chick Fil A on a Sunday. That's right. We're doing an audio commentary at some point. Uh, the poll ended with no and yes, but I wouldn't listen. Tied at seven percent, which I think was about one vote. Uh, you had the yes, but I wouldn't listen. Yeah, who vote? So. Yeah, because Matt had the no. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> who vote for that? That's. Douche. 
That guy. <laughs> and yeah. then the rest of you voted for yes, and I would listen. So we'll be doing an audio uh, commentary. Next step is figuring out what it's going to be, yeah. what movie it's going to be. We have a discussion uh, board post up on our Facebook page on the discussions tab. Uh, basically saying what movie should we do? I think it should be a V-cast on Verizon mobile phones. <laughs> so you can watch it uh-huh. like on the train or... Uh, on the phone that <laughs> I had four years ago. Yeah, that's right. Selling point. This little screen on the front has V-cast. But uh, Maddie C. has already submitted Glory for the running. Uh, pretty I good one. Know. I submitted Jurassic Park. You need to submit it online. But yeah, Jurassic Park would be a great one. Any of the Spielberg movies really would be great. Like Jurassic Park or Indiana Jones, I think. Clueless. Would both be good. Clueless would be good. I just got done watching it. Did you? Oh, that needs to be on my just watched. Mm. Clueless. Um, yeah, but that's the new poll, so Too go soon. over to... Brittany Murphy died. Go over... Well, that's not the new poll. Go over to our Facebook discussion board and uh, add your thoughts. The next poll is kind of related to our movie. And this is where Adam can maybe chime in a little bit. It's uh, given Mel Gibson's string of rants and uh, yeah, it's racist a perfect actions movie. in the uh, in the news lately. We decided to watch uh, Maverick, which stars Mel Gibson. Um, but my question is, and this is to both of you as well, and I'll give my point after you guys. But does an actor's personal life or personal actions, or kind of you know, quote unquote, off the court actions? ruin their movies for you so like if you love lethal weapons and now mel gibson does this and you think that's just awful does that ruin the lethal weapons for you no i don't think so maybe if newer movies that he makes but not looking back into a movie that he did 15 yeah. years ago it doesn't ruin it so it, he was not crazy and drunk and getting pulled over well he could have been he just kept it a little yeah. secret <laughs> that's the same with me is anything before the incident I, it doesn't affect me yeah. after, with the one exception being uh, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. But like, well, that when we went and saw Mission Impossible 3 or something, yeah. it was just like a Tom Cruise, like... Yeah, hey, look at me. Yeah. I'm back, or I can, I'm can still cool. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of stuff, but it did not ruin, like he asked me specifically, Top Gun. No. Yeah. It didn't ruin that, and Things this... Thunder. and. Mel Gibson isn't ruining Maverick. There you go. That's my answer, too. Um, I don't think it ruins previous works because they are what they are, and I've already had my impression on those. So, like, if I found out that on the set of Top Gun, Tom Cruise uh, did some, I don't know, did something ridiculous. Or on the set of Lethal Weapon, which I actually don't really like the Lethal Weapons. So maybe on this the set... This shit's gonna kill me. On I'm the getting sw- too old for this shit. Sorry. <laughs> on, the set of, uh, on the set of anything that Mel Gibson did that I like, which I can't think of right now, if he did something really super, like he was just a, the biggest dick, most racist guy, I didn't know it at the time, so I I don't really care. I don't look back but on the not... thinking Kramer's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. Great point. It's a good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> that is a good point. Um, Let me get that. Talk about sometimes like being a dick is or douche is cool. I won't give you an example that I heard. No. I don't know if I said I might have said this. Did I tell a Michael Jordan story on this? No. All right. So they had Chris Webber on the Dan Patrick show. Yeah. And this is just the difference between athletes now because LeBron James is a pussy. Um, he's a coward. But um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that a little last week. Yeah. And you weren't here. Well, I heard listened to that. Yeah. But uh, 
Because what we were talking about when he was playing for the Bullets, yeah. not the Wizards, the Bullets. But right. they would go to Chicago, and uh, and when the bus came into the docks, like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan and the rest of the Bulls would just be sitting there smoking cigars. Hold on. Start your tally. We got beers being Grab finished. Grab me one, too, sir. We got beers being finished. Um, Finish your story. For smoking you cigars, just staring at them as they got off the bus. That's yeah. intimidating. But yeah. Michael Jordan, before the game, like two hours before the game, when they're in the... While well, the bullets are in the locker room, he comes in smoking a cigar. Yeah. Into the locker room and goes, Which one of you motherfuckers is guarding me tonight? Really? And that is so BA. That is and they BA. all go, uh, Him and pointed to Calvert Chaney. <laughs> Calvert Chaney. Yeah. You really nice. think they were. They, he's like, We lost before we even played the game. Yeah. Kobe comes in and goes, Which one of you guys' wives am I raping tonight? It just doesn't have the same thing. Doesn't have the same effect It's a story. Well, Let's simultaneously all, uh, do it. We all down their beers. That is our power-up music this week, and it's because, in honor of Maverick, this is Adam's idea. He can take full credit for it, but we're gonna well, we're gonna wait till after, and we're outside to smoke the cigars. But we're gonna be drinking whiskey during the movie and playing some poker, specifically Chivas Regal Scotch. Yeah, and we're gonna be playing playing poker. So that uh, you know, we like we also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. Don't believe me? (laughs) Smell Smell our garage. (laughs) Yeah, smell the garage once we're. uh, you know, out there after the movie and done with the puck. <coughs> um, yeah, but you may recognize that from the Lonely Island CD. You may not. Doesn't matter. But, uh, so, I just have a few pieces of feedback. Because, well, actually, closing up that topic, that's our new poll question. Oh, yeah. Is whether, whether an actor's personal life or personal actions ruins their movies for you. And it's going to be a simple yes or no question. Uh, don't really need to get into details of yes, but only the future ones are, you know, just yes or no. Um, now I want to get into some feedback. First is, after our last episode, uh, I mentioned The Human Centipede. Uh-huh. Which is just an absolutely fucked up movie that's so... And I, I uh, Chris Parr actually posted the, uh, the... He posted it and said that it's on Comcast On Demand for seven bucks if you want to get it. I... I watched it online for free, and I posted the Hulu link to the trailer. Uh, I would recommend watching the trailer before diving into the movie, because it really shows you how fucked up the movie's going to be, and uh, if you can stomach the trailer, uh, you have no idea if you can stomach the movie, because it is so fucked up. Sounds um, good. But then, also, Lenny posted a video of a TomTom commercial of Star Wars characters because TomTom is coming out with GPS systems that have Star Wars character voices. That's so cool. Ryan didn't know that. Ryan obviously didn't watch the video, but it's basically Yoda in the recording studio. Yeah, recording like the... uh, Right, you must turn. Exactly. And they're like, no, 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 please read it as it's written. And he's (laughs) like, turn right, you must. (laughs) And then at the very end... They're like, no, 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 come on, we're trying to get... And you just see Yoda's little hand wave like this, and uh-huh. you go, oh my god, I think we got it. <laughs> like, uses a force to just, you know, assume... But it's their funny commercials. There's a Yoda one and at least another one that's, I think, Vader. But that would be sweet, having your car. Um, and we talked about, last week, Jerron's feedback, Jerron's mm-hmm. idea about uh, the Expendables, Expendables tournament. And we've done it. We've put it into... Uh, into rotation uh we started we posted it on the facebook page we actually filled out the bracket so we're going to unleash 
the bracket and the seedings tonight. Ryan, would you do the honor of the A bracket? All right. Well, this and one. This is if if we have to explain. This is uh, eight the eight characters in the movie. Like I'd say, eight the most, actors, the most badass actors, and their two most badass characters. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a bracket to determine not necessarily who would win in like a duel. Yeah. Or like who would win in a fight? Like okay, well, it's just obviously the Terminator is not going to be blown up. To- Anyone With like guns. in an actual fight, yeah. But it's going to be more badass, yeah. and there are factors, you know, factors come into play. Like, okay, what's the death count for this guy? Yep. How many times, you know, does he get cripplingly Ooh, wounded? I wish Bruce Campbell was in this movie. Does he lose a fight? Stuff like that. Well, here we go. A bracket. the A bracket. The number one seed in the A bracket is the Terminator. Yep. Can't play can't by Arnold. Are you against that? He's facing a tough eight seed. The, the Old Spice Odor Blocker, <laughs> played by Terry Crews. That's the only thing we can think of that Terry Crews is in, other than The Longest Yard. Mm-hmm, and that will come up later. Yep. Should have been number one seed. Next seed. Uh, they will be playing, the winner of that, pro- probably Odor Blocker, <laughs> will yep. be facing probably the toughest matchup in all the first round. Marv in Sin City, played by Mickey Rourke, as a four seed. Verse... Corbin Dallas from The Fifth Element, played by Bruce Willis. The five seed. The five that five seed. That is a tough pick. A lot that's of a death. Matchup. A lot <laughs> of death in that. That's, there's, a, there's a huge death count and not a lot of dying yes. in that in that uh, matchup. I mean, Corbin Dallas saved the world with Literally. his penis. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, sure did. Multipass. <laughs> Lilo Dallas, multipass. Um, number three seed is, I think his name's Danny, yep. from Unleashed, played by Jet Li. Yep. Facing Dolph Lundgren's He-Man and Masters of the Universe as a six seed. That's He-Man's right. pretty badass. He-Man is pretty badass. That that's the one that I could see an upset happen. It but, could be, but I mean, really, he's a master of the universe. He-Man versus a human dog. Think it's about true. It. Basically, an unchained dog. It's been kept in a kennel for uh, life. I don't know. Right? <laughs> life wasn't it? Life. Adam, can you say your name real quick? Adam. All right. I just make sure you're still here. He's drinking. Um. And then the last part of this thinking? bracket is... drinking and a lot of thinking. Who changed the fucking is... person in the kennel? <laughs> dick. <laughs> the guy from Unleashed, I don't know. Yeah, the guy in Unleashed is Bob Hoskins, right? Really? I don't know. The guy who played Shmee and the guy that it's... was in Roger Rabbit. Really? Yeah. Great news, he's a dick. Yeah. Alright, next. Uh, number two seed of the A bracket, Rocky. Yep. First, number seven... Chev, or is it Chev? Yeah, Chev. Chev Chelios Chelios. from Crank, played by Jason Statham. Good bracket. Yeah. Probably the best matchup in the 4-5, but a possible upset at 6-3. Yep. And the the reason that this is not just a who would win in a fight is clearly uh, shown by Rocky being a two-seed. Yes. Because Rocky is more badass, but would probably lose in a gun battle. (laughs) Yes. Versus anyone. So that's our A bracket. That's one side of the bracket. All right. B bracket. B bracket. Starts off with our number one seed, Rambo. So our two number ones are Terminator and Rambo. Terminator if anyone Rambo. really wants to argue that, good I don't luck. Know. Yeah. Uh, and our, our number eight seed facing Rambo is Cheeseburger Ready from The Longest Yard. <laughs> it's so sad. Terry that, Cruz. <laughs> I wish there was four like number one, so we could have picked a really weak one, so that Cheeseburger Eddie could upset it. Because just imagine the broad just cheeseburgers he's throwing at Rambo. <laughs> it's seriously gonna be awesome. Seriously, in the in the fucking. Uh, Thailand jungle or wherever yeah. Rambo's always when Rambo at. hits him with a grenade launcher's last words will be like with cheese on it and then he'll throw a quarter pounder at his I face. got the burgers let's just say I got the burgers 
what if he crosses his eyes? Because he's not the prize that can cross his eyes. What if he crosses Rambo Gazi while I'm able to shoot straight? Yeah. It's going to be a tough matchup. Um, our four and five seed, our number four seed is the Transporter for Jason Statham. He jump, he jump kicks long ways. That's right. And he's he's badass. Our number five seed is Ivan Drago, played by Dolph Lundgren. On potential, he's a two seed. That's right. He killed Apollo Creed. <laughs> he did. He, he killed, killed him. He killed Apollo Creed. So he's our five seed. That's going to be a good matchup. Uh, next, the three seed, Conan the Barbarian, which is Schwarzenegger's second, um, versus Jet Li's The One. I think that's more or less a runaway, but uh, we'll see. I also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. That's why. Don't believe me? Smell our cars. That's why Adam's not talking. <laughs> Adam's guest hosting. Adam's just drinking. He's on his third beer. We are. Uh, this is our longest intro yeah, ever. Yeah, well, true. Um,. Next, the last, our final matchup is a seven versus two. Our seven this is seed, a good one. Our seven seed is the wrestler, mm-hmm. Randy the Ram. Randy the Ram, the wrestler versus our two seed, John McClane. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis is John McClane from the Die Hard quadrilogy. Now, I'm just saying that That's, I cannot wait for this. Was it a semifinal matchup? Yeah. Of Rambo versus John McClane, if it gets that the way, dude. Yeah, the two seed and the one seed. If it gets there, because there's upsets, there yeah, can be upsets, upsets. But if it gets to Rambo versus John McClane, that's a lot of weapons. Yeah. How many helicopters has John McClane brought down with one bullet? <laughs> I can think of two maybe. with no bullets. Yeah. Yeah. The last one he brought down was with a car. He just blew a car into it, man. Goddamn Taurus. <laughs> that's right. Well, Rambo took out like a whole Vietnamese army and. Rambo Stallone. Uh, Rambo took out a Vietnamese army like eight times because there's been <laughs> eight Rambo movies. Um, I don't know. First Honestly, love. in the A bracket, I think the Dark Horse is clearly Corbin Dallas. I think it's going to be tough. I think the winner of that is the Dark Horse, the four or five, because I yeah. think either of those. I think they're very similar. I mean, really, the Terminator is a strong number one, but against those two, it's it's up to. I mean, really, they, they've beaten almost equivalent. Yeah. I mean, Corbin Dallas beat evil. And Terminator's only done that because he's been in three movies, Mm -hmm. four movies now. Um, And I think the Dark Horse on the B side has got to be, if anybody, I think it's got to be Conan the Barbarian. He's only, he's he's the three seed, so it's not really that. I think it's Ivan Drago. I'm telling you, if he puts all the tools together, he has all of Russia behind him. He killed Apollo Creed. He killed (laughs) Apollo Creed, who beat Rocky, by the way. Just by punching him. Yeah. Everyone uh, forgets that Rocky lost the first one. Our third Bruce Willis pick would have been Butch from Mm -hmm. Pulp Fiction, because he killed the other guy in the ring, too. That would have been a great boxing match. Ivan Drago, the guy who killed... We could create them both on fight night and have have them fight. Like, simulate? Mm -hmm. That'd be good. But... We're just inter- this episode. We're just introducing our bracket. We also posted it on the Facebook page, and, and we also on have discussions. A- we want your input yeah. on who would win. We definitely want a discussion about this before the next episode because the next episode is when we go through the matchups and tell you who moves on to the next round. Mm-hmm. So, and this this will happen every episode until the Expendables actually comes out. And we thank declare, you, Jeron. We declare Good idea, Jeron. Great idea. Um, last thing we got to do. That's that's that. So last thing we got to do is predictions. Adam, yeah. I think what twenty is it, minute four? opening. Is your prediction four? Yeah, you're at three. Yeah. All right. What's your what's your prediction? So this these beers plus any other beers plus you know nice little uh, Shivas Regals. I think I'm gonna have six beers and drink some Shivas. How many? Not sure. Let's see how it goes. How many ounces of Shivas? I'm saying four to five. This is gonna be another Adam. Uh, no passing out in the second. Yeah, this will be good. <laughs> I mean, let's try. I mean. 
yeah, talk about Maverick for 15 minutes, do yeah. our top fives, and then smoke yeah. cigars. Let's do it. All right, you. Um, so this is my second one. Yep. I've been out of it for a little bit and having to drink creamy-ass Miller Lite. And, uh, Cream, creamy Light. Cream Light. Vortex Ooh. bottle? No, they don't serve bottles out there. Good. Um... <laughs> Ooh, and I had some MGD at baseball games. Yeah, mm. How do you expect Girthy. me to work in these conditions? Girthy. Um, I'm going to go seven. Seven beers or seven combined drinks? Seven beers. No, well, these Shivas? are small ones. I'll have Shiva and an ounce of Shiva. No, I'm just going to do seven beers for now. Seven I'm going to have... Just beers? Yeah, because I'm going to have whiskey scotch? afterwards. Yeah, okay. Scotch, yeah. I'm going to do... This is my second... I'm going to do six, and then I'm going to do a glass. So I'm going to say two to three ounces of Chivas. I like so it. So you're the, you're the right big spender. You're the big spender today. I might have overestimated the Chivas. Yeah. So uh, there Question. you go. Yeah, Ryan. May I have a piece of red vines bef- after? <laughs> uh, if you predict it. I, and two red vines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to go watch Maverick. We're going to come back. We're going to blow through the rest of it, and we're going to go. And then we're going to blow. We're going to... We're going to smoke cigars and drink some scotch. And play poker. Maverick. Everything seems to go wrong when I stop drinking. Everything seems to go my way last night. Everything seems so wrong to me this morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Can you watched, hear me slurp? We just we just watched Maverick. <laughs> We're first gonna dive right into our prediction results. We're gonna start with our guest first, Adam. Prediction result. I uh, you said first of all, first of all, you said six six beers and, and four to five, five ounces, ounces of shivas. But what would you get? I had six beers. Okay, and. Yeah. One to one two shot, ounces. Of, yeah, he only had one ounce of Shivas, ladies and gentlemen. To be honest, so he undershot by, like water by three to four ounces. But to be to to defend Mister McGlone over here, which you don't have to do. He he lackadaisically approached it. It wasn't for a lack of fullness. It was that he was dumb and it's didn't pay attention. It's yeah. a lack of willpower. The movie just kind of went by a little bit quicker. He likes than the I movie. Could. So I also like right. What happened? Caught up in it. Um, I said six. I'm on my seventh beer. You said seven. Did I say seven? You said seven total beers. Oh well, then. Uh oh. Did Ryan undershoot? Yeah. Should we have given him credits? Join the clubs. No, because I had six beers and then one and a half shots of shiva. Oh yeah. He, he, He. I think what you said was seven, like drinks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I said six beers. So once I got the six beers. I I had some uh, Chivas Regal on the rocks, and I finished that. He had, a, he had an ounce and a half, so yeah, it counts. So, and then it I'm counts. drinking my beer right now. Well, I would have drank this faster in the credits like I usually do if I knew that, but Four times, my fault. Yeah. Four times. That's my fault for not listening to my own words. Uh, I said six and two. Six beers, two ounces. Uh, exactly. Just nailed Quietly, it. too. Kevin Kevin was never the, the one, like, going, I, I, need a, I need a new one. Never I need a lead. new one. He was... Never in the lead. Kind of, you know... I pace myself. I've learned to pace myself over the years. Sitting in uh, the rear. But Kevin sits in the rear a lot. 
Wait, that one deserves. It's <laughs> in the rear lock. Good one. All right, so let's get into our uh, Adam's movie. Got, Adam's got the goosebumps, by the way. He just had some. Did you have some Shivas? Oh my god. Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, let's do it. All right, we watched yeah, Maverick. Our Maverick review. My number one western, by the way. It was. And this is a western. It's comedy, and I hadn't seen it in a while, and I hadn't seen it on DVD. Did not transfer well. I've only yeah, seen this. No, it did not. I've only seen this movie on TV and tape. And uh, believe me, if you have a VCR, watch it on tape. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd have to if you have a VCR. That's true. Unless you have but I mean, if you, you had both, if you had the option of DVD or VHS, like, right, wow. but what do you think? What do you think? I like this movie a lot. I like it. I mean, it's tongue in cheek, and yeah. uh, it has some fun parts and some good lines. And it, Mel Gibson was very likable in this movie. He did a good job. And yeah, I enjoyed the part where we we haven't talked about, but Danny Glover shows up and they have their kind of <laughs> moment. <laughs> I know so it sucks, hokey, but man. remember this movie came out in like ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. So when lethal. Lethal Weapon was huge. That was funny. I mean, uh, James Garner was Maverick in the huge hit TV yeah. show, so having him come in as like the older guy, I just enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed the fact, I said this to them beforehand, that they made Jodie Foster look hot and have like, they did. They did. boobs that you want to stick your penis between. They did. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did, Yeah, like they seriously, but I mean, those were... That's what those dresses did back in the time, but... There you go. It's like, wow. Yeah, Jodie Foster. All right. Jodie Foster. I, uh, I have never seen this movie, so I'm going to weigh in. I thought this movie was very hokey. Mm-hmm. I think hokey was the way to, way to yeah. display I understood that it was tongue-in-cheek, but the word hokey, I think, explains it better. Virginia um, Tech. The Danny Glover scene, to me, even though I knew it was tongue-in-cheek, was ridiculous. Uh, that... Like I, I don't know. I, they don't do that anymore, really. Um, just like nods to other movies. But they so it, it did had to be, do that. But they did do that. Yeah, but it had to be the same studio mm-hmm. that did Maverick that it was doing Lethal Weapons. Yeah, like it had to be because, or else they wouldn't have done that. They yeah. wouldn't have cross promoted like that. But the whole and I was never. I have never seen one single episode of Maverick the TV show, mm-hmm. so I don't know James Garner or whatever he's. You know how he's like, but I thought that was also kind of hokey the way that they brought him back. It was almost like a made-for-TV movie, like series finale of Maverick the TV show. A future, however, a future series finale, right? Um, however, I thought that Jodie Foster was a great actress as well as they made her look hot. They really did. They did, but she was also she also played the part well. Mm-hmm. I thought. I couldn't get over Alfred Molina playing a one-note character. Like, all he was doing was the face that he made in Indiana Jones <laughs> when he realized Indiana Jones had the uh, the uh, little golden head thing. Yeah, the ball of and then, balls. And then he got the, uh, the dart in the neck. Um, I thought, I thought Mel, you know, Mel Gibson was good. He was he, lethal. He's lethal. He, yeah, he, yeah, he played it the way he played every movie around that time, where it was kind of like tongue in cheek, like, oh, oh, hey, I'm like kind of a quirky, you know, funny guy, like, you know, eh. and and for me, you know, I don't, I don't take anything away from him or from the movie, but I just don't think the movie is like that type of movie is not for me, mm-hmm. like the 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 tongue in cheek. Movie that's trying makes to be a good movie itself. makes fun of itself, all that stuff. It's Moving like, the plot, wow! Right. I'd rather it yeah. either be 
I'd rather either be more serious and focus like and then or have like more, comic relief or more dumb or, or more dumb. F- like more focused on the comedy oh, yeah where it, you could laugh at it more and then you understand that they just have to kind of move it along so that's you know good. it was that's a good point I didn't think of that yeah uh oh no I mean it's a uh, up, uh, up there it is I hadn't thought about that Good point. But you know, for, that's, you, for that's, your point of view, now yeah. for me, not. But I can see why you're saying like, yeah, it's in between in that way. But it, it was, and, and maybe I didn't see enough movies in that era to have because that was kind of a genre back then. It was, it was kind, like it, the, it, the it, half, like the half and half, like the comedy drama half and half. And maybe I don't totally get the inside joke, but it does seem like there's a long running inside joke through that whole movie yeah. of. Like make poking fun at people that grew up on westerns because the people that grew up on westerns or love westerns are the people that watch Maverick right. religiously, right? You know, so yeah, it was it was interesting. So, what do you have to say, Adam? I've always liked the movie. It's I've watched it. I don't know, probably ten or twenty times. I'm a, I'm a probably about eighteen, nineteen. It's yeah. a movie that I enjoy with my grandpa. It's always and he on has TNT. A VCR. Always on TNT. Yeah. It's on CMT this week, and <gasps> I had to refrain been. from. Should have been. It's entertaining. It keeps your attention all the way through, and That's uh, true. it is kind of like a, I wouldn't say a slapstick, but almost is, just because it's kind of like cor- the '90s era. It, it's a cornball so, yeah. all the way through, but yeah. it's good. It, yeah, I mean, it, it does have poker. And it, it has, has good. And it does. It has a it good scene some, at the end. And we should talk about how yeah. it has the most amazing. And I'm, I've always, somewhat thought this, but Jake said it the best. He goes, "Most amazing poker hand of all time at the end combined." James, the Commodore Coburn, has four eights. And he, has, he, he has a pair down. of eights and, and a, a smaller pair of eights. I have a small pair two of pair. eights and a smaller pair. Yeah, two yeah. pair. I got two, two small pair. pair. Two eights small eights. pair. Eights and eights. Oh, four eights. Versus Alfred Molina's straight, straight flush. flush. Three, three to seven. Yeah, yeah, three to seven. Hearts. Hearts. And then Mavericks, which he was, he was dealt. Yeah, he was dealt. Four uh, to a uh, yeah, a ten, a jack, a queen, and a king of spades. Yeah, and they didn't look at his card, and to beat the small straight flush, which doesn't like you said before, doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you get a straight flush, you go, I got a straight flush. Holy <laughs> shit! It's the best hand you can have, besides a higher straight flush or the royal flush, the it's most fictitious hand of poker history. Yeah, it really was because the royal because. The high straight flush, is, so to say, is that 10 through 8, right? Eight, that's royal, yeah. But then the the spades are like the, the great. It's it's yeah. the best. If, yeah, it's if the you, best. If you have royal flush, if you happen to have a five-card draw hand, which is royal flush against royal flush, yeah. spades beats hearts. Yep. Which beats clubs, which beats diamonds. Exactly. So he had, he could not lose. It was amazing. Yeah. It was it was pretty incredible. And then five crosses later, it's pretty ridiculous is what it was. It was five but, crosses later. Yeah, five. They're in Cialis bathtubs, <laughs> looking at hey. each other's penises, yeah. saying, "Yo, pop, did you fuck yeah, her ruining too?" Ruining cigars. Yeah, that's right. Dollar a piece. It's but like this, a my cigars, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, right around fifty percent humidity right now. I like that. You can see it I like humidity. that humidor. And I think this movie is more important it's about the gambling belt. aspect. <laughs> And I think we should go to our top five yeah. because no, you no, know no, what? No. We spent. We got to do rating first. Yeah, hold on. Before we do that rating, let's do it. <laughs> let's do the rating. All right, Adam, you are the longest running, or apparently the longest viewing Maverick member, arguably, maybe. But what's I your rating? I said I saw it 20 times. Out of what? 10? Yeah. yeah. Out of 10. Oh, gosh. 
It's between an eight and a nine. It's probably eight like and, an and, eight half, and a half. I believe eight and a half applies. Yeah. Okay, eight and a half. Ryan, I'll give it a six and a half. I mean, I really do enjoy this movie, and it's my favorite Thank western. You for being honest, though, but I, oh, I, I mean, comparatively, let's because I, yeah, I give it a five. Yeah, I give it a five because it's right in the on middle what? on movies. every movie or on the gambling movies that we're on talking about. No, the scope of movies in general. I thought we were talking about gambling no. movies. We're so, on we're gambling movies, so what do you give it on the scope of movies in general? An eight. You said yeah, probably like a you said eight and a half. seven, seven. Okay, so you're down only a little bit of down. Yeah, it's but it's like a five for me. Maybe rewatching like it. it would would do me good. Maybe it's not. A, it's a good movie, but I, I like you it. know, it's 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 entertaining. I'll say that for sure. It's very it's hokey to me. It's very entertaining, and it, it doesn't understand. Another thing is that it doesn't understand can. the time value of money. <laughs> That's what it doesn't understand. Twenty five thousand dollars into this tournament and back into yeah, the eighteen hundred. In the nineteenth century, it's like a bajillion dollars back grand then. to get into a poker tournament. Well, well Gibson lost like a hundred thousand dollars during the filming of this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Also, seriously. you missed some funny parts while you're like peeing and getting drinks, and, getting me beers. Hey, that's my personal. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying like when the natives come and they're like talking, but it just shows the. Just shows the yeah. subtitles. Yeah. It's like Mel Gibson is just now going point at everyone and look angry, and then say this. And it's like ah, ha, ha, ha. I laugh funny. like that, and I drooled right. on my own beard. So let's get into it real quick. Let's go into what we watched. What did we Adam, watch? What'd you watch last week? For what movies? The segment. What we watched. Oh. What'd you watch last week? And any little tiny comment you have about it? Oh my Christ! Let's, movies. Uh, skip me. Let me think about it. Okay, Ryan. What movies did you watch? Um. Do I need to go? I don't know. Yeah. I'm. No, okay. I got. I got. I got this. I've been gone for a while. Yeah. You've Sorry, seen a lot of movies. And uh, I, I haven't see. seen a lot of whole movies, but I've seen a lot of part of movies. I saw some of Funny People for the first time. Judd Apatow's good. first shitty movie. Yeah. Not and good. um, well, that's what it was said. It was Judd Apatow's first shitty movie, and I watched it just in an hour and a half of the three-hour epic. But uh, it was pretty shitty from what I saw. It made Adam, Mr. Happy Gilmore himself just seem like a non-lovable yes, douchebag. he's not good. Because he's a lovable douchebag in so many things. That's true. To be honest, if he acted like he did in Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore in real life, you'd be like, that guy's a giant douche. That's but true. those movies, you'd love I thought about that. It's a good point. And he's a huge douche in that. And uh, Seth Rogen just looked like he was like fake acting. He's facting. Yep. yep. And uh, so that is my first thing that I watched. Some of that. Yep. Second thing is I watched all of Toy Story 3. And? Awesome movie. Yep. Good. Awesome. Probably the best of the whole thing. I mean, it's just, it's unfair almost because they each capitalize on what they do the best. It ends the trilogy perfectly, though. Perfectly. It really, it's a perfect ending. I'd fuck Cowgirl Jesse. Um, <laughs> what? Three, oh, I watched Oh, wait, today. wait. That was a that was an awful comment. God. Oh no. Okay. Anyways. Um. What for? Oh, oh, man. Oh. Barbie or anyone else? Come on. She's had it so hard. She was abandoned. God damn. You're evil. All right. What's your next movie? Number three is I watched so today hard. on Blu-ray because I've had it on Blu-ray, but I haven't. Watched it on Blu-ray. I've seen it about five times. It's 500 Days of Summer. I really, really do enjoy that movie. And Hell what, what, one of my favorite quotes of all time is when they're in the IKEA, and uh, I tweeted it today. But when they're in IKEA and they're about to kiss, and you don't know, but they're on the bed. And he's like, "Darling, 
I don't know how to tell you this, but there's a Chinese family in our bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I love that line. Um, Next. I saw some of this movie called The In-Laws. With who? With Michael Douglas and Albert Brooks. Ooh. And it was really funny the first part I saw, but we yeah. had to check out of our hotel. I yeah. really like to complete this movie. So there you go. Put put a put a circle around that one. Got it. That's right. Come there. back to that on Albert. last one is there's yeah. a show on 18 net called Get Out. Oh my gosh, big boobs and what well, that blonde girl used to do, right? They're kind of gross, actually. Yeah, but yeah, do you know who really who the hard. new host is? Who they cut her out. This new host on her second one. I and I saw. I watched this whole preview, and she she got new big fake tits, and they look awesome. Like wait, the the same girl? No, new host. New host. New okay. host. And she's really hot. She's got an amazing, like, she looks, she's really pretty. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. I watched the whole thing, and I was like, God damn it, I'm in love with this girl. I love this girl so much. I was like, but I've seen her before. I know I've seen her before. But I was in bed when it happened, so I couldn't do anything about oh, it. Oh, yeah, you could do something <laughs> well, about it. Well, I did it. something about it, and that went into my undies. And then after that, I went. Right. <laughs> after that, after that uh, in the morning, I went to the internet to look up, who, because her name it's was Kara Z. Kara Z, right? Last time you yeah. watched Twister. Yeah. And it was a chick. Yeah. She's from uh, Road Rules, and she did Real World Road Rules Challenge. And I've always said this, and uh, if our producer is listening, I always said that really, really hot girl that yeah. did Playboy but was in uh, Road Rules Inferno 3 Yeah, that got electrocuted. Her name is Kara Zavarita or something, and yeah. she got electrocuted, and Kenny was like, she's getting electrocuted, and she's making these faces, and I'm getting a hard on so bad. I was like... Yes, she got fake tits. Yes. She hosts this show now, nice. and she looks amazing. And I'm really upset that I don't get it on any podcast, and you don't either. Verizon Files, please. Uh, you don't have Verizon Files. I know, but so. please, please put that, put your service up to my house. She looks please. amazing. Look at it, and it's really, you got any more? it may, might be my dream girl. That's it. I'm sorry. In my undies, oh, go. Good. You got anything? Honestly, I watch no movies. No movies. I'd you're like work. To, you're a working man now. I'm a working man. You're working I, man. I went go. to NHRA drag strip. I'd like to do a shout yeah. out to that in yep. Seattle. Well, it's took, not shout took, out's time, but I'm glad. <laughs> three buddies. They never been. Yeah. They were in awe. They, I want in on that next. They were next jumping. Year. They were freaking out at how loud the cars are when they're going down the drag strip. All right, here it is. Oh wait, I watched Clueless. Also, I like that movie. <laughs> okay, here's my. Rundown. I have a yeah, lot of movies. I'm going to go quick. You looked at my number one, The Birdman of Alcatraz. Like Old movie, movie. The Birdman of Alcatraz. Great. Yeah, I know it sucks. Yeah. Really, really good movie with a set piece of a prison cell and a prison. The Birdman of Alcatraz is such a good movie. I recommend you. It's like the 60s. Who's in it? Uh, I forget the guy's name. He was one of those famous actors back then. He's really good. Uh, it is a. It is so good. Like if you watch the whole movie, you're going to be really satisfied. Like wow. Alcatraz. Watching the movie. Second. I watched Seven, which is a classic movie. It was on our first, it was on our Kevin Spacey podcast, the first episode. I love Seven. Uh, still That's thought a it was really good. Movie. It really, I, it, it, I, I forgot how intense it gets at the end. It's so, I really da- it's, this sounds really, it holds like, up though. It sounds really cliche, but it is so David Fincher. It's like yeah. the perfect. No, it is. And I don't, it, it's I don't. dark. It, not dark I'm in not the a, way that it's dark, but it's yeah. dark as in, it's shot as in. Oh yeah. Constantly raining. Yep. 
and nothing. Oh, the rain the, is intense. You don't see the sunshine until the end scene, which is the worst. Which is the worst scene. Yeah. Which no, but David Fincher also did Fight Club, and I don't like Fight Club, but I love this movie. So you don't maybe like Fight Club. Maybe yeah. I need well, to do I Fight Club on that. You don't wow. obviously. But you haven't seen. Podcast, but you haven't seen. But no, you, I don't. But you haven't seen it in a while. That's why I, I think you like should watch four, it. Four, wow. four or five years. Anyways, you, I think uh, you next, really like it. next, Capitalism, A Love Story. It's a Michael Myers, or yeah. Michael Moore. Michael most, Myers made a documentary. Most recent documentary. It's okay. It's, it, it, it really is Michael just kind of lame. Like, really, it's just kind of a, really well, the, a guy. From the previews I got that he took things that were successful and then forcefully did them. Like, I'm yelling on a bullhorn, and that worked in Bullying yeah, for Columbine, so blah, give us our money back, because yeah. that's really going to work. Like, they're just going to be like, all right, Michael Myers. It was all, the entire documentary was for show. There Roger was, and me? There was very few, there was very few actual points, or very few actual, um, don't do that. Um, there are very few actual, uh, like, you know, solid arguments in that. So that's Well, what and even, and some of his best, doc, like... Fahrenheit 9-11 and Bowling for Columbine. I like both of those. They are great movies. Yeah. They are great movies. But, you know, they have so much political... And, you know, I'm a... I mean, He's I, very manipulative. I'm, yeah, but I'm He's a, a left-leaning person. So, But, I mean, they had so much political stuff behind them. If you want to really see what he could be, watch Roger and Me. Because that is... Uh, yeah. That is... I mean, it won an Oscar. It's, it's really a great thing. Because it's not about politics. It's about... Why is everyone in Flint, Michigan losing their jobs to Ford? Like, Ford is cutting... Well, he the, highlights Flint, Michigan a lot here because of how well, yeah, bad the his, economy is. Yeah, But, it's I mean, the whole thing is about... I mean, you want, look at the rabbit skinner in it. Like, it does such a good job. We watched it in economics in high school, and I've seen it about four or five times since. Yeah. It's dire. It's, it's a great example of a non... All right, I got a lot of movies to get through I'm here. sorry. I watched Bugsy. For the second or third time wow. with uh, Warren Beatty yeah. and Annette Bening. Uh, honestly, a lot. it's such an annoying movie, though, because it's supposed to be about the birth of Vegas. about Because mm-hmm. Bugsy Siegel is the one who opens up Flamingo, who's the first person to like to start Vegas. Annette Bening gave birth to Vegas? No. How'd that come out of the vag? No, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Bugsy Siegel starting Vegas. I mean, it was it was boring. It was more of a love story than it was a, the birth of Vegas story, and it, yeah. it just bored me. Next one I watched was California Split, which is a seventies movie. You watch a lot of bowling. movies I yeah. haven't seen. It's about bowling. Wow, Jesus Christ! Yeah, California Split. It was with uh, with the dude that's always in the uh, Oceans trilogy. He was in Mash. His name is uh, Robert Gould. Yeah, Robert Gould. He he was in it, and it was also the guy, the boss on Just Shoot Me. Forget his name. Oh yeah, well, you know the, the uh, yeah, guy? I know who he is. Yeah, uh, they were I both. Love that show. They were both so annoying in this movie. It's it's a movie that's basically showing you the day to day life of a gambler, like of a degenerate gambler. It's showing you what they daily. It's uh, it's directed by uh, God. What's the fucking guy's name? Robert Zemeckis. Uh, no, I don't have it written down. But it's directed. No, no it's directed by a pretty esteemed director. Who got nominated for some Oscars between this? Like, I think he got nominated before, and I think he got nominated after. But he doesn't show any talent in this movie. Um, this movie is about the degenerate gambler, basically telling you that this is not a life you want to lead. And he's also, while he's doing that, telling you this is not a movie you ever want to watch again because it doesn't hold up. It's bad. It's a one timer. Yeah. Watch next, it. next, I saw Despicable Me in theaters. Entertaining, yes. Uh, voice talent, good, yes. Story, eh, 
not really. Pixar? No. no. Pixar, yeah, exactly. no. So, yeah, it didn't have all the Pixar touches. Uh, it felt very manipulative. Um, basically, the whole story was driven by the minions and the little girl. Because it was that manipulative. It's like, they just, whenever they wanted you to feel something, those two areas were involved. I've never seen an animated movie that wasn't Pixar that I liked. Not, that's yeah. excluding the Shrek movies, which right. I don't count. But, Those are DreamWorks. Uh, what I've heard, uh, I've heard Iron Giant is an amazing movie, and that that's the movie that yeah. got that they that uh, Pixar hired Brad Bird for. Brad yep. Bird's first movie was incredible, yep. and he did, uh, you know, yeah. the minions. Stuff. The minions are a great part of that movie. I suggest you see it if you think the trailers were entertaining because it actually is entertaining. Uh, next, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. This Rest movie, in peace, Heath. yeah, this was Heath Ledger's last movie. They had to fill actors in to uh, finish it, and I thought it was a lot of famous, really, actors, right? really good. Right. And I'll say that's all I'll say right now. Next, Cool Hand Luke. I watched that last night because I've heard uh, Jess talk about Cool Hand Luke. I was just going to say that's cool what I'm Luke. about. Cool Hand Luke, fifty hour bowlers, fifty hour bowlers. Jess was blacked out one night. What it about takes that. here is a failure to communicate. What we have here is a failure yeah, to, to communicate. Did I say that twice that in the movie. Before? Just watched it. You can watch it's, it. it's good. It's, it. it's good. It's a good um, movie. It's really good. It's it's one of those movies that that makes you want to continue watching old movies. It makes like me it's one of those fifty hard boiled eggs where you where you're like, you know what? They they really knew what they were doing back then. And they didn't spit out shit. Come on, boss. And it was all about the actors. Like the actors made great movies because they were in them, and that was one of the great ones. So that's it. Uh, anyone oh, else got any? No, no, no. We're gonna take a break first. Oh. Oh. I also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. Don't believe me? Smell, Smell our cars. cars. All right, so that is the end of our uh, our second segment. We will be back to talk to you. We'll be back with our top five here in a little bit. Bye. cracking because I've already drank one. I also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. Don't believe me? Smell, smell our cars. cars. That's right. My uh, car smells like Midsummer Night's a summer night's dream. I brought to you by Yankee the, Candle. Along with the other random shit you have in it. it smells like feet. That's what I have in it. McDees. McDees. Alright, top five. Top five. Here's how we're going to do it. Clockwise. I'll go first. You're going to go first? Yeah. Alright, then Adam's going next and then I'm going. So we're going My number five, top gambling movies, which also Gambling include class. movies that have gambling in them. 21. Yeah, gambling movies really doesn't oh, have a... I just said my one. You're five? 21. 21. 21. Hit me. Hit me. I enjoy the movie. I you like... had that on your Kevin Spacey yeah. list. And, another, and the same reason that I have it on this list. Kevin Spacey running from the cops... In, Hilarious. In, in a in handlebar a mustache. Yeah, yeah, a handlebar mustache and a cowboy hat. Awesome. That's pretty funny. I, I like the movie. It's fun. And it had an MGMT song in it. It was good times. And I did enjoy... It was a stylistic, like, gambling It's thing. a great story. The whole Breaking Vegas yeah. story well, is amazing. The bi- Well, the big controversy around it is that everyone... Or 
I haven't read the book. No one did anything illegal. Well, no, that every that everyone, or I haven't read the book, so I don't know if it's everyone, but that all those people that did it were Asian. Really? And then that the film sure. came out. And, and they kind of spread it around? And they had two of them. They on, spread they the diversity around? Asian Americans on huh. it. And so it's like, oh, so the Asians can't be the main character Dude, and all the only stuff. Asian in that movie... There's that, two of them. Okay, the girl, but the guy... He's the dumbest character in the whole movie. That's yeah, and that, and well, that was the, well, that was the second part. Was that oh, it was this, MIT? The stereotypical Asian steals all this. It's like yeah. now, listen, people, let's do push-ups. That's my number five. You <laughs> go. Me number five. Okay, so I had a number five. Yeah, and I changed it because you saw I got my, here. You yeah. saw my. No, I didn't Adam know. peaked on my top. <laughs> I said when I was taking a shower today, I thought of another gambling movie. Do it. It was Oceans. But there really wasn't that much gambling. It was just robbing everyone. I forgot uh, the third the one, there was movies. actually a pretty good gambling scene. Yeah, okay. they, the earthquake too? So I changed I it to 21. Okay. Wow, really? Imagine before, that. Before he Number said five. that. Yeah. It's you a good movie. It's fun. Yeah. You guys are in agreement. There you go. Do you have anything else to add to that? No, I don't. I don't okay. even care. So that's your number five? Yep. Yeah, Here's my number five. Awesome. You know my number five is for randoms? Yeah. And Adam, you're really going to love this. My number five is Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a movie that came out last year. This is it was directed said, by Werner Herzog. Sad part is this is the second time it showed up on a top five. It has. And you have you seen it? No, but no. Can it be of course, the, yeah. can it be on the wall of shame yet? No, it can't. It's on the wall of shame. It'd be in the can't touch this list. Can't touch this. But That's no, what it I can't. Meant. Sorry. Uh, the entire the whole movie. You know who's you know who's in this movie? No, Nick Cage, Nicholas. Cage. Fucking Cage. I oh. love Nicholas Cage. Cage. What's so, your number one? I so love Dude, Nicholas haters Cage. gotta hate, yeah, but I'm telling love you. Love you, love. you show me one bad movie that guy's made. <sighs> I'll show you a million. I'll show you but a anyways, liar. But anyways, this movie, so he's, he's, actually, he's actually really good in, but it's only because he plays a degenerate gambler and a coke addict. Yeah. So the only, the only reason why he is still a cop and still... You know, working as a cop is because he has to support his drug and gambling habit. So he has to make that money. And this whole movie basically is about him trying to pay off his bookie. Why do you think he found the national treasure? <laughs> yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying, this movie is it's it's actually it's a it's such a good movie. You should really see it. It's Werner Herzog, Werner Herzog directed it. He's amazing. He's and great. Nicolas Cage was in it. Eva Mendez was in it. You should really see it. But He's got the, nice tits. The reason why it's on this list is because the whole movie revolves around him paying his bookie off. Like so it. that's why it's on it. I that's, see it. That's my number five. What's yeah. your number four? My number four. Is the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus? Whoa! Which is double, the movie I double just per, said. Double shout out. Never seen it. I was going to talk about it later. Um, it's directed by Heath. I already said that. That's right. It's it's, it's Heath Ledger's final movie, and he he died in the middle of shooting, so they had to kind of find you know replacements. And so what they did was they went out and found actors to kind of play those parts. Right, it was a big. They were big people, right? Oh, they were. Who, who Colin, were they? Colin Farrell yeah, was Colin one of them. Yeah. Jude Law was the other one. Yeah. And then who was the third? God, who was the third? Um, God was the third. No, God who was, was the third. third? Um, it was another big name. I can't think of it right now. Johnny Depp. Johnny, yeah, I, I thought it was Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, Jude Law, and Colin Farrell all kind of 
filled in his spaces. But Wow, but why haven't I seen this movie? It's really good. The way it, it takes an hour to get into. So you have to sit through an hour of kind of confusion. The Heath Ledger part? No. <laughs> Heath Ledger kidding. doesn't come in until like 45 minutes in. Yeah. You have to kind of sit through it to understand what's going on. Do you still have it? No. But I'm going to buy it soon. Um, but you have to sit through an hour to get to, to kind of see what's going on. And then the end, I think you, you meet Heath Ledger, you understand what's going on, all that stuff. And the end, and, and this is semi-spoiler alert, the end is when those other actors come in. But they come in in totally, like the way they, the way they crafted that movie to fit them in. Or not even to fit them in, but to incorporate them is so perfect. And you find out at the end of the movie, there's such a great payoff where you just understand what's going on. Um, but the reason why this is on my list is because Dr. Parnassus has made deals with the devil for years and years trying to get... Because basically he sold his soul to the devil and he's, you know, in that contract he he's, you know, he has eternal life. And so he's living until his brutal end being this you know, circus leader almost, like this sideshow leader. And so he is he's betting the devil the entire time to get his soul back and the final gamble is to protect his daughter. Which if you know the movie, you'd understand what I mean. But it's gambling is such an integral part of this movie, but I think this is just such a well done movie. It's kinda like Fear and Loathing, except it's more understandable. Because it's not about a drug trip, it's about just kind of a, a, it's it's very bizarre. It's very visual. It's very fantastical. But it's it's very Terry Gilliam. So that's my number four. Deal with the devil. Yeah, sounds like the ultimate gamble. Uh-oh. Oh, Foreshadowing. You're number four. Number four. Kicking it back to National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. It's a good 1997. one. 1997. It's a good you one. You shitting me. Chevy Chase. Hitting it hard. Hitting it strong. You picked a Randy Quaid movie for Dude. your top five? Yeah, number four. Hey. You diss on Randy Quaid again. Number four. Randy Quaid was in that flood movie. He was in Independence Kevin. Day. Dude. He got... He was the one who delivered the death yeah. blow. I, I take everything Hello, back. Asian. No, I take everything I'm back. back. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. What's your? Uh, is that your well, number four? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my number four. What man? else you got? Vegas. I mean, Vegas Vacation. It's a great movie. No, I mean that's why it's number four. It's not top. My three, favorite part. Sure. My favorite part is when the uh, son drives away in the Lamborghini. And he's like, <laughs> he "Fuck you, family." Yeah. I, like, all I like when they're in the, I'm a, I'm the big old. And I want yeah. this. And I want a Lamborghini when they're in the long line of the. The food line of the buffet. It's buffet. like, I'll take some of the yellow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Randy, no, I'll take Randy some Quaid. of the blue. Yeah. Randy he Quaid. switches the chicken and the fish. that Bust. movie. Fucking. It's not on. Or, uh. Don't Donkashane. Donkashane. Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Isn't that what? All right. What's your number four, Ryan? Bastard. Maverick. I love this movie. I don't care what you say. It's my number one Western because it was sweet and it has the greatest poker hand of all time. Number one Western. Now we're getting back to me. Number three. Number three to Ryan. Number three. I'm a very good driver. I just gotta say that. Rain Man. One of the best. I'm an excellent driver. Excellent driver. I'm an excellent driver. Dad says I'm an excellent driver. He let me drive in the driveway. Explain. I think that movie's great, but it has one of the most famous gambling scenes of all cinema. In Very it, true. Where he counts cards, counts and they become Very rich, true. and the going down the escalator like this. And yeah. I love that movie. It 
to me, it is very touching. I know that Tom Cruise kind of got the whole, like... 231 toothpicks. Yes. <laughs> and it's more I, and I do love, how, I do love how Tom Cruise could turn that into, oh, you counted the toothpicks, to, let's do it. I'm let's go Vegas. to Vegas. I just yeah. knew you were counting the toothpicks. And so you then, obviously uh, can count cards because it's, it's easy. It's, <laughs> it's not a mathematical it, formula. You because, yeah, one of them is uh, plusing and, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not just a whole thing. But it's not a count. Yeah, anyways. I really enjoy there this movie and it's good stuff. There you go. That's Adam. my number three. Number three. Maverick. There it, it is. Yes, Thank Maverick. you, sir. Number three gambling movie. It was There wasn't much gambling in it, but, but it was epic. it's a whole setup yeah, of gambling and is the best card hand ever. The top three card hands that you can get. <laughs> They're on a riverboat, which is totally B.A. The top three in Oregon. I mean, all in yeah, the same in, hand. All yeah. the Columbia. Four of yeah, a kind. Four of a Columbia. Straight um, flush in the gorge. and royal flush. And I just My spit on They filmed it in the gorge. That was great, yeah. So. I climbed that. Yeah, that's it. All right, so before I go on to my number three, I just want to say that when making this list, I realized there were a lot of movies I haven't seen. Well, uh, we, Same we, you, right? uh, we discussed uh, it before. The Sting, The Gambler, The Hustler, hey, The Color of Money, Boiler Room, The Cincinnati Kid, Heart 8. See, I haven't seen any of those. And those might have made up my But all five. those were old movies except Boiler Room. I can't believe you haven't seen Boiler Room. I haven't Room. seen Boiler Room. But that, not, or that being said, my number three is... A, I believe it's a Russian film, Thirteen Zametti. What? It's it's a movie. The tagline is Thirteen players, one bullet, or one bullet each. Place your bets. Have you is seen it a Russian roulette? The movie is that it's basically a movie about a a human competition of Russian roulette. Uh, a kid that is so desperate for money, he finds his way into a crazy Russian roulette game. While assuming the identity of a invited but recently dead drug addict. So he's basically taking the place of this guy and no one knows. So he's just got a number on his chest and he's, you know, this guy. And all these people huddle into this room and there's a circle of 13 people. And they all get a gun. And they all have one bullet. And there's a light bulb in the middle. And what they're asked to do before... You know, that light bulb turns on as they're asked to open their little, you know, six-shooter. Open the chamber. Spin it. Put it back in. So they have no idea where they're... They do Russian roulette. That's what Russian roulette is. I know, but they have no idea, you know, who's going to get killed. And they're just... They have their guns pointed at the person in front of them. And it's a circle. And the whole movie goes on like that. And it's basically just people betting on people's lives to see who's the last one standing. And it's so intense. It's only like an hour and a half long, but it's so intense. You saw this movie? Yeah. Oh, it's very good. It's so intense. It's so suspenseful, but it's so much fun to watch. I recommend it. It's called 13 Zametti. Uh, it's spelled T Z A M E T. Is it more intense? Is it better or not better? I can't say if it's better. Is it more gambling and more intense than as we talked before the show, Deer Hunter? Uh. I think... Because I think that Deer Hunter scene with Christopher Walken and Robert yes, Nair is one of the most intense yes, scenes I've but ever seen. this... Imagine that scene over the whole an movie. hour and a half. It's basically yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's uh, really intense. Imagine that scene or imagine about 90% of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you can't, you can't replace the intenseness with two main yeah. characters. That's, yeah. No, I agree. Now don't worry two. about... Three bullets! Three <laughs> bullets! Whatever two. Spin it. Yeah. 
Good Deer Hunter clip. Number two. Some call this Goodfellas 2. <laughs> I know. It is Casino. Is. It is Goodfellas 2. But... Uh, those people who say that are probably 90% right because it's 90% Goodfellas. I do but, like that movie. But it is, it's basically the same movie, but it's set in Vegas. It's set around the entire premise of gambling being the main revenue stream of the mob. So I think that it's, you know, it's easily one of the best movies that's set in a casino ever and made. And it is set in a casino yeah. most of the time. Yeah, it's, it's mostly set in a casino. Um, basically, it shows what happens when the mob own Ve- owns Vegas. It's got Joe Pesci. It's got Robert De Niro. It's got Sharon Stone. It's, it's basically the same cast. Um, it doesn't necessarily focus on gambling directly, but... Gambling is the environment they live in, so it is easily a gambling movie. Three points. Ryan has three points. One, I've said this before, I hate Sharon Stone in this movie. Like, I literally want to physically hurt her, which means that it's... She played a good role. She played a good role. That's one. Two, watching Joe Pesci get hit in the face is awesome. Yep. Yep. And three, I don't remember the last point. There you go. Good one. Adam. (laughs) You're number two. I just threw my list in the garbage. What's your number two then? Casino. Okay. Exactly the same. Exactly the same comments? It's ridiculous. Exactly the same comments? It's exactly a really good movie. Oh, my third or my third point yeah. was that Casino was my number four, but I literally crossed it out and put Maverick. There you That's go. That's degrading. I left room on my, uh, on my list. I'll be honest. I left room on my list for Maverick. It uh, didn't enter onto it. Sorry, my guys. number two? We going to my number two? Yep. I looked at a lot of... Best gambling movie. I mean, we do research before this. Yeah. We, uh, we do research. Oh, yeah, we and a lot of people mentioned Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. A lot of people did. Yeah. And I it's like that. It's set up by a poker scene. Yeah, it's the set up by a poker scene. The whole movie is set up by a poker scene. But I don't think that's as great as a movie as my number two, Snatch. Whoop. I love that movie. Wow. Snatch is one of my favorite movies, but it's all about rigging the ring. The whole thing's about rigging the ring. That's like, true. Finding someone that this guy can kick the shit out of, so guy with big glasses that I'll feed you to the pigs you right. know like it's like okay, yeah. uh, shit and fucking Pikey like fucking Pikey's... I love Brad Pitt in this movie this is my Dax. favorite Brad Pitt movie you like Dax? yeah <laughs> like Dax I like what? Dax. oh Dogs with a gorgeous yeah, like gorgeous George gorgeous George and he's getting this shit beat yeah. out and I want to have the punch that Brad Pitt has because apparently it leads to ultimate doom yeah did you realize that the Sherlock Holmes trailer copied Snatch well, it's like frame for both, frame. Yes, because it was just some skinny white guy slow mo punching a dude. Yeah, yep. That's weak. all. It's weak. That's why I didn't see Sherlock Holmes. And honestly, I, that trailer. Like, I know that Lockstock is like the original, but to me, I've always thought of Snatch as being like awesome. And I always think of Snatch as being the the movie that made Guy Ritchie like Famous, yeah. that's he's so awesome. Blah! And then yep. he did Swept Away or whatever with Madonna and then Guy Ritchie. That didn't like, count. He's broken up with her now. That didn't now I've seen Sherlock Holmes and it was like, almost Guy Ritchie. And yeah. I know he directed it and it made money. It was kind of like an unenjoyable experience. It wasn't not enjoyable, but it was like almost enjoyable. But that's my number two because it was all about rigging. It was all two. about gambling. That's my number two. Give me your number one. And also the scene where they get locked in the betting casino Sorry. is hilarious when they're yeah. like, oh, y'all get closed up. My number, number one, one sadly has been mentioned here. What is it? Yes. Vegas fucking vacation. <laughs> I love that movie. 
Wayne Newton, Beverly D'Angelo when she was attractive, and just, I love this movie. Everyone comes off good in it. Randy Quaid, or uh, the guy that is in, uh, no, but the guy that was in Princess Bride and plays the Tyrannosaurus Rex in Toy Story. Yeah. Is the dealer. It's like, oh. You got nineteen twenty. You lose, yeah. and he constantly. I hate that guy. Yeah, the guy just I hate him. Constantly wins. He's like, oh, close seventeen. Like right. you, I love, I love nice. Vegas Vacation. I always think of it as the number one Vegas movie because it's all about showing up, having buffets, and some of them being very disgusting and uh, free cars. And this guy like, yo, you want a couple of big crap games? What crap games? I mean, craps games. Not play craps. People cheering you like that is really hard. You have to be really good because you're yeah. rolling 11s the whole time or 7s the whole time and someone over in the corner is hating you because they weren't betting on that. Or you're rolling, you know, it's kind of like yeah. those whole scenes that you see in movies all the time that are like, well, 7, yeah, yeah! Oh, we got it! Oh, nailed it! But if it's the opening thing, it's like, 7, oh! You just cost me 10 bucks, you fucker. <laughs> like, I right. mean, like, yeah, it's kind of funny, but I love this movie. That's my number one. There you Adam, go. Adam, Boom. number one. Finally, I get my two minutes. There you go. Number one, Matt Damon. Anyone? Yeah. Rounders. Rounders. Uh, he called it, it previously, by the way. He it called is it. the number one gambling movie for me. He called Why? it. Why? It put No Limit Texas Hold'em on the map. Uh, Chris Moneymaker, 2004, he said the reason he got into poker was because what? <laughs> Well, not because of Ryan's big ass fart on my face. That's true. That was not right. good. I just took away. But from get out of here, jeez! <laughs> pour me a shot of whiskey. Yeah, please. I can taste that. <laughs> Will you pour me some Chivas? Yeah, and me. Seriously, because no, seriously. he watched the movie and he seen Johnny <clears throat> Chan in it, and he wanted to come and beat him. Is that and true? What did he do? Yeah, Chris Moneymaker cited Rounders as his inspiration. To yeah, get that's into the why he series. joined it. He looked. He said it looked like fun. And guess what? He won. And it. guess <laughs> what? He knocked Johnny Chan out. That's weird, awesome. right? That was one of the best. He won two, yeah, he won two point five million dollars. It it put poker on the map. ESPN a, picked uh, it up, and it's all just downhill from there. Or I think uphill. uphill for ESPN, but down like snowball effect downhill. Yeah. yeah, downhill for the game. There's shittier players, but uphill. Yeah, because now it's national exposure, and I love watching it. Playing so you it, say you say Rounders more for its influence. Influence, oh, necessarily. Yeah, but it is a good movie, it right? It blew No Limit Hold'em off the map But right it's now. still a good movie, right? Yeah. yeah. I love watching it. Good. All right, my number one. Tell me. Drum roll, please. Rounders. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is Rounders. Adam, you had it 100% correct. Oh, oh, oh. I also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. Uh. Don't believe me? Smell our cars. My number one is Rounders. It's probably the best depiction of poker in general in a movie. The way that Matt Damon sets this movie up in the beginning gives you gives the idiot that's watching this movie that doesn't know anything about poker a crash course in how you play No Limit. And nobody Texas knows Hold'em. what No Limit Texas Hold'em is, and this tells them exactly. Matt Damon explains exactly what it is while. While setting, while losing all of while his money. Set, yeah, while setting the scene, basically of him losing all his money. Absolutely. That that you know that that makes the whole movie. You know, that's the whole plot of the movie is him getting his money back. Um, and I think Oreos. honestly, it this is and I, I watched the one tonight. This you know, Maverick had a good poker scene, but this is easily the most well depicted. 
The well most, depicted, not greatest. The most honest, the most realistic, but the most awesome final poker scene ever. Realistic, yes. Yeah. It's it's so good because it's not ridiculous. Because it's it's an honest in the same way that he loses all his money in the beginning, it's very realistic. The way that he loses the way that he gets all his money back in the end is very realistic. Like the whole movie just seems to be incredibly realistic and it's it's really well done with Matt Damon and I think Edward Norton is really, really good as Worm, the guy who's trying to throw Matt Damon off his He's life eating course. Oreos. You don't eat Oreos. When you play yeah. poker, that's just, don't splash the pot. Yeah, just it's it's very quotable. If if anyone if anyone who has seen this movie plays poker, they will quote this movie because this is the most quotable poker movie because it's the most well done poker movie because this is a movie that was done for poker, not for entertainment. It wasn't done because people want to see Mel Gibson be a douchebag in a hat. It was done because poker was one of those things. He was nice. Yeah, he's likable. He's likable. Says Jody Foster. He's likable. Are you from Mobile? I'm from Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. Oh, I know some of the same people. You star. You star. Anyways. James um, Jeffries. I think this is it. This is one of the most realistic poker scenes, which conflicts with Casino Royale, which is another one that came up on the list, that had one of the most unrealistic poker scenes. This comes close to that unrealistic, because you're not going to have a four of a kind be the third worst Hand in, in a fucking final table. Never wasn't a five, five card draw. Never in five it was, card draw. It was five card draw, and there were three players at the goddamn table. Maybe if you played Texas Hold'em, you could have a royal be a straight. It was and dumb. That's, there's no but, way that you could have that. This is easy to watch over and over. It's very realistic. It is, in Enjoyable. my opinion, easily the best gambling movie ever made. Absolutely. So that's your number one. You uh, look like you have. No, we're at shoutouts. We're at shoutouts. Uh, I have actually some honorable mentions. Anyone else have honorable, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions, that's what I mean. What do you got? What do you got? Honorable mentions, Ryan. One, Casino Royale, even though it was, it has the really ridiculous scene in it. It wasn't a, a gambling movie, but it's but, got a great gambling well, To me, always the more ridiculous it. thing was that Bond had to buy in yeah. again to get in, and then all of a sudden, he's... Facing off the chip leader, and then they have a all in fest off, and like yeah, he's got the he chip wins. Lead of, yeah, yeah, he yeah, wins, yeah. and uh, that means he's out. It's like, wait a minute, you had to buy. He... You had to buy in, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I agreed. Two and three is that. Well, two is I've never seen rounders, so I can't. You can borrow it if you want. Yeah, I, I would love to. It's I think, very good, actually. I mean, it's, it's very good. And I called Adams out on it. It must have been weird Adams for you. Out. It must have yeah. been weird for you hearing me calling it out and having it as your number one. That is weird. But, um... That's why I didn't say anything about it. Well, that and that... <laughs> I, like you said, I haven't seen the great gambling movies like Steam all that stuff. Well, neither and, have like, I, yeah. So that that not being said... Ocean's 13 was going to be on my top five list, but I forgot... It has to, a good... Ga- I think that scene is really good. What? The scene with the earthquake... Yeah. Like, where they're all gambling and they kind of pan around to see what everyone that does. That and the whole, like, That's having good. a... I always love the guy trying to become part of the gambling commission and sitting on attack. It's like, I swear yeah. you're lying right now, but you're just sitting up at this. He's like, right. I just really want this job. Right. But uh, that would have been on my top five list, but I totally forgot about it. I didn't write it down. It was on my, like, almost list. Yeah. Um, what else you got? And shout out to the movie that I think you and I both wish Shout outs are not yet. Uh, yeah. Whatever. 
honorable mention, honorable to, mention to, to, the, to the movie that I think you and I both really wish we'd see is Croupier. I can't even yep, say it. Croupier. Croupier. Yeah, Croupier. Yeah, it's a Clive Owen movie where he basically does his Bond impression. And every list, uh, yeah, every list I've seen has had that on it. Yeah. And I, we, we've seen, there's a YouTube clip out there of him auditioning basically for Just a Just watch the chip parts. It's, that's what's really, like, it's really, it's really good. It? No. Like, it makes me want to see make, the movie. I'm gonna so, make, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, it's, it's, Actually, it's already in my Netflix queue. The only reason why I didn't see it because it wasn't on instant Netflix, so I couldn't get it before I got Maverick. Yeah. Or else I wouldn't have got Maverick tonight. And my last is that I was almost sure of it that Boiler Room would be on someone's list, and you hadn't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've never even heard of it. He hasn't heard of it. Why is it on your list, huh? You've because, seen it. Because when I made my list, the beginning is about gambling because he has his own casino and he gets busted for it. I mean, that's not given a lot. And the rest is about... Same with Lockstock. The the rest is about actual gam or like big time gambling because it's about being a chop shop, chop shop stock company. Yeah, but it is say that three times fast. Yeah, chop stock, stock company, chop <laughs> shop, chop shop stock. Um, <laughs> but it is really good. It is probably Vin Diesel's second best role he's ever done. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Adam takes offense. Well, right? after Pitch Black. But I'm saying that Giovanni Ribisi is good. Uh, ben Affleck makes a, makes an appearance in Whatever. it. Barry Pepper makes an appearance in it. There you go. You got everyone you want in this. Jane, or Scott Kahn makes an appearance in it. It's a really good movie, and I wish I could have put it on my list. But it, it was just left of a gambling movie for me. All right, Adam, honorable mentions. I got none. 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 You put all your chips on the table with those top five. Good for yeah. you. Uh, I have two honorable mentions. The first is Lockstock because it was all based on poker, but I couldn't put it on the list because it's really just not not poker enough or not gambling enough. Yeah. Um, the second is The Cooler, which has oh, Alec yeah, Baldwin, William, William H. Macy, Macy and yep. Maria Bello, which is all about gambling, which is about William H. Macy well, being so, a cooler. It's so original. It's it's, it's so really original, original, but it's also really artsy, and it's it's really it's a real downer of a movie. Yeah, but man, hey, it's he original. finds love I at the love, end. I love the idea of that movie. And you see Maria Bello naked, but it's still the the booby bump doesn't do it for this movie because it's it's kind of just a it's one of those movies that kind of just passes through. Like you're like, oh, that was interesting to see. You know what I mean? Booby bump didn't get it through. I actually yeah. do have one. It's a dishonorable yeah. mention. Ooh, what do you got? The Grand. What's that? Uh, they made it about the World Series of Poker about two thousand eight, maybe. Yeah. Terrible movie. I hated it. The Grand, huh? I I started watching it. That's one of maybe five movies in my life I turned off. Wow. Because it was. I've only turned one movie. It was though. so bad True. in my life. Producers. Yeah, it was terrible. Wow. What about so, honorable my... Honorable dismension? Dishonorable I have an dishonorable honorable, I have an honorable dismension. Two for the money. Two for the money with Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. Never yeah. heard of it. There he is. All right, let's uh, go into our shout-outs. Shout-outs. We'll start the uh, breathalyzer, and we'll go with Ryan for his first shout-out. If he can get it done before this beeps, he's a winner. If my not, first yes, shout-out is to... Don't drink that. America. What? God bless it. What? I drove across America and god damn, god a lot of it damn. was fucking ugly. So, God bless that beautiful things can come out of the middle ugliness of this country. Thank you. Hey, boobs and titties. You, uh, you have, you have there you go. go. Blowing that. Blow. 
Pillowbeeps. You're blown like you're a sailor. Please read the results. 0.16. Well done. I didn't even drink before I moved 0.17, move. To a 0.17, Adam. Papa Bear wins. Uh, I don't really have much shout-outs. I went to the uh, NHRA Nationals up in Seattle last last week. It was a great time. Took a couple buddies that never went. They thought I was bullshitting that it would make them cry. They were seeping. They (laughs) jumped. Uh, We were right right in the pit. They made them cry for so much power. Six... 8,000 horsepower right against you. Yeah, like isn't it like the fumes? Like the yeah. fumes make the you cry. The fumes are and just gnarly. The, and the noise. The sounds it, make it you It shakes deaf, your yeah. body. And uh, we lost one of our racers, Mark Niver, who I grew up going to races with. He's 60. Went off the end of the track and hit the uh, sand trap and uh, died of just a uh, brute force concussion into the net. But uh, he died in a sport that I loved, so... I guess there's probably for him. There's probably no better way to go out. Yeah, right? he he would have liked it that way. I mean, that's the only way he would have had it. So. That's too bad. Probably would appreciate. That's too bad. That sport is age. no. You can't. Yeah. See. No. See. It's still counting. It's still counting. What a joke. This thing is. Probably because Ryan gummed it up. This? Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I got this on Mickey Mouse. You got it, MickeyMouse.com. Um, apparently the batteries are low, so you know, just wait. I'll give my shout out though. Um. My shout-out is to the Portland International Brewfest. It is in the park blocks tomorrow. Uh, listening. Boo. Tomorrow being Saturday, so whoever's listening, uh, Saturday. I think it's also it's also tonight. It Sunday. It's also tonight, and it's also Sunday. Yeah. It's in the park blocks, kind of by the roads. Like if you take the Burnside over the bridge into downtown and take a right on the park block area. Take there's a like a on the drunk. Big old, yeah. Big old, you know, fenced-off area with, big old you know, get, tents and get stuff Big old wasted like area. Yeah, we had uh, we had Portland Perks, which is like a, a you know a top. Adam, what do you got? What do you got? Portland, t- dude, that's a weird. It even said low to you. No, it says low because batteries are low. Yeah, but I know it means low. That's like, weak though. It's not but, counting. Uh, right. But it's but, not counting right. But the 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 thing about the brew fest tomorrow is that it's got a lot of gross beers. Gross we went last time. It's got like you gotta. You gotta kind of pick something to drink by. Yeah. You gotta pick like a, a, a rule to drink by, which you, is either. You need to bring a couple beers in your pocket to yeah. taste it because you're gonna puke your D off. Yeah. Because you either gotta drink by like ABV, where you gotta just go for the highest, or you gotta say, hey, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take the 13.1% alcohol by volume. I'm gonna take that on, you know, full bore. Oh. I also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. Don't, Don't believe, believe us. Smell, smell our cars. cars. Smell my car. It smells so Adam's, like shit. Uh, Adam's on his, what, 20th? I don't know. I can't drink because I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on a uh, breath. But what I'm saying is you either got to gotta <sighs> take your chances with ABV or you got to go with, like, the brands you like. Because I know Deschutes is going to be there with their 13% or 12% or something like that. They have uh, the, the Black Butte. There's some stuff that's, like, 21. 24.5%. Black Butte 21. nasty. You know what I wish was there, though? Cool light. Sam Adams' Utopia. Don't believe us. Smell our cars. Yeah. I beat Adam. Yeah. But I didn't beat Ryan. Ryan wins. Ryan takes the cake with .17. Welcome back, welcome back, That's welcome right. back. You can almost drive a car. So, Ryan, we... Final word saying that... Cannot... 
Cannot Final words is saying enough. that I'm like a three for three on the breathalyzer thing. I'm sorry about that. Wait, wait, before we go, I just I kind of have to get this in. I also drink whiskey and we smoke cigars. Don't believe me? Smell our cars. All right, so. That's, uh, that's final, final words is just saying that uh, I feel good being back. It's good to have you. I like having you here. I got a lot of fan letters, you know. Some people call them emails and some people call them non-existent. But Couple I think they were Go on Facebook, vote in our fucking polls or, or discuss our discussion yeah, discuss, topics. Discuss our expendables thing. Cause and we will awesome. chime in. Both of us will chime in on that. Believe that. Because we are serious about this expendables tournament. Terry Crews, all the way. Guadalupe. Thank thanks, you. Adam. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming to this. You, Fuck you, all you hey, guys. Hey, you, uh, you redeemed yourself. Can you not? Is that not you true? You literally redeemed yourself. This is a handshake. I don't think I redeemed myself. Handshake. You did. You didn't. You, did. uh, you didn't turn into an elephant on this podcast. There you go. <laughs> famous, famous last words for Adam. Uh, last words because he's dying. We'll see you next time. Right.